Everyone, remain calm. Welcome to the 63rd episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. I'm your host, Brad Jost, and we're here to discuss all things Jurassic Park. In this episode, we have a quick news segment and a great chat in the Visitor Center with Jay Jurassic, where we talk all about his collection, customizing, artwork, and more. Now, if you are listening to this the day it was released, Monday, August 15th, then you better hurry up and submit your Mattel videos for our new project. So today is the last day to submit your congratulation videos for Mattel obtaining the Jurassic Toy License. If you are unfamiliar with the project, take a listen to episode 61, where Aaron Beyer and I fully discuss the video and what you need to submit. You can also head to JurassicParkPodcast.com to read all about it in our post. We are starting to edit the project and we'll have the video ready for you soon. Today, August 15th is the final date to submit your videos, so email them right now to JurassicParkPodcast at gmail.com. But enough about that, why don't we get things started off with a bit of Jurassic news from around the world. 18 minutes and your company catches up on 10 years of research. Access me. These pictures were taken in hospital in Costa Rica 48 hours ago. I don't want to jump to any conclusions, but look. Boy, my head been right all the time. But today, I guarantee it. Previously, we talked about a scoop found by Josh at Nubler7 on Twitter, stating that Jurassic World The Exhibition will be showcased from this November to September 2017. But now, according to the actual Franklin Institute website, the tour dates are now looking to be November 23rd of this year through April 30th of 2017. Now, that's a much shorter runtime, but this actually seems more accurate, as the previously announced dates seemed a bit long. Hopefully, these dates on the Philadelphia Museum's actual website are accurate. Thanks again to Josh for the find, and if anything changes, we'll let you know. According to bizjournals.com, scouting for the Jurassic World sequel is set to take place this November in Hawaii. Now this part of the process is just for the production team to scout locations that will be suitable for the upcoming film. After four films, you'd kind of think that they have a good idea on the locations, but this time around it's probably to familiarize J.A. Bayona's team. It's really great that we keep hearing this sequel news pour in, and I think it's only a matter of time before bigger news hits us on a consistent basis. Head to our show notes for a link to bizjournals.com's website. Oh, there it is. There it is. Brought to you by Mattel Toy Makers. You can tell they're Mattel, they're swell. We've recently partnered up with friend of the podcast, Aaron Beyer, to create a great opportunity to let Mattel know how much the Jurassic toy line means to us. We are putting together a video complete with members of the Jurassic community to show our love for the past toy lines. All you need to do is film a 20 second video with your phone, congratulate Mattel on obtaining the Jurassic license, and let them know how much this Jurassic toy line means to you. 
Keep it clean and remember, do not bash any prior toy manufacturers. We have a few rules on our website, so find the post on JurassicParkPodcast.com for more information. We'll be accepting video submissions until August 15th. We'd love to see you join in. You can tell it's Mattel. It's swell. Let's open up the doors to the Visitor Center, where we speak with artist and collector Jay Jurassic about his role in the Jurassic community. So today, here in the Visitor Center, I have someone who joined us in that special update episode about Hasbro losing the toy license. Now, this guy is an artist, customizer, and a big-time collector, and you probably know him as Jay Jurassic. Now, before we get too deep here, I have one question for you, man. I ask this question to everybody, so if you were stuck in a kitchen with a raptor, what would you do, and would you make it out alive? Oh, man. (laughs) First of all, uh, I think I... Probably pee my pants because, uh, <laughs> you know, having those raptors around, seeing that one scene in the kitchen uh, really puts that image in my head. Just think about it. Um, oh, of course. Okay. So I would try to formulate a plan to get out of there. Uh, first, look for the exits. Um, second, if I knew how all these raptors reacted, because we, we've only known from like the movie verse and yeah are we going with movie verse yeah Yeah, let's go with the movie versions yeah exactly what we know the the scaly you know not no feathers (laughs) oh my god so we're talking about six foot velociraptors all right (laughs) i was hoping the chicken size ones i was okay not getting off that get away from those (laughs) okay um let's see uh i would yeah i first look where the raptors are at knowing that they're super smart probably start throwing stuff to the other side of the kitchen making noise kind of like what lex did that was a good idea and then look exactly for the exits most likely i i jet the moment i see them run to the other side uh from whichever items i threw out and i'm gonna say i'm gonna try making that alive but let's face (laughs) it it's velociraptors i'd probably be just eaten up yeah (laughs) but then again i had as I'm getting eaten, I just I would think, oh, well, I wanted to come here to Jurassic Park <laughs> and check these dinosaurs. And I said, hey, if I get eaten by dinosaurs, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> At least I got to see them. <laughs> you basically have to sign the waiver ahead of time saying, like, you know, I know I uh, could get eaten at some oh, point, yeah. you know? So <laughs> that's funny. You're just I sitting much, there getting eaten. I will eaten. say, I'd much rather, I'd much rather be... Uh, Eaten by you know the king, the, the dinosaurs, uh, the T Rex. Okay, yeah. But if I'm, but if I'm stuck in with the kitchen with raptors, eh, either or, it's still a dinosaur. Yeah, well, it's you a, know, it's a gruesome way to go, but <laughs> it's a good one in my book. I yeah. Guess. Well, with the Rex, you know, it would sound. be over in an instant. With the raptor, I feel yeah. like there's a lot more suffering involved. <laughs> oh my god! Yes, yes. I we can't even go into the details because that's just a yeah it's a, it's a little horrible. too gory yeah <laughs> just read a Crichton book you'll see. <laughs> All right, so <laughs> speaking of Crichton books and uh, the start of our whole universe here, uh, let's actually go back to the beginning, your beginning, and uh, what's your history with Jurassic Park? I have a very long history with Jurassic Park. Uh, basically, it all started when I was like five six years old mm-hmm. i it started before jurassic park with dinosaurs basically 
And okay, um, yeah, yeah. Uh, it it had to do with with a cake, with of all things, it had to do with a birthday cake that my mom brought home for my birthday. I think it was my fifth birthday, or mm. could have been my fourth. Um, and there's these creatures on this cake, uh, and I hadn't seen dinosaurs. But, um, yeah, four years old, it's kind of weird. People, oh, four years old, you hadn't seen dinosaurs. But <laughs> I, I come from Uruguay. So, oh, okay. I mean, United States was really big on dinosaurs. Uruguay was not that big on Now, probably it is because all the findings in Argentina. But okay. yeah. at that time, it wasn't. So, first time I really saw dinosaurs was on this cake. And I asked my mom, what are those things? They're really <laughs> cool and weird looking. You know, it was... Yeah. And it wasn't even the best looking dinosaurs either. It was, it, it looked like, like those ones you buy at like a Dollar Tree or something. It was just <laughs> cake toppers, you know? Yeah. And I just kept asking questions and my mom only knew so much. So <laughs> she just started buying me books. Mm-hmm. And I still have, I, I lost some of the other books she had bought me when I was a kid, but I still have one of the best ones. It's by that eyewitness uh, science uh, encyclopedias. Okay. Uh, where they they show you the inside and outs of all like from fossils to the organs that it's it was an incredible book and still have it there my mom signed it for my birthday it's from 1993 mm-hmm. and um and there's nothing like them today you know what i mean yeah i think i think that's how a lot of us got our start you know we all started off with little toys or or you know, and the books especially. The books were huge for me as well. Um, those were the things that would just scour and try to learn. And you, you, they always had the pronunciations and everything. You always tried to learn how to say them. So the books especially, I think, were a huge part of why we all like uh, these movies. Yes. Uh, and exactly. Oh, and it was like a big dinosaur thing around that time. But then all of a sudden, uh, Jurassic Park was shown on TV like the, the commercial the trailer yeah and I'm sitting there I think I was probably sitting there playing either with Batman toys or Ninja Turtles at the time which I had a lot of um, and I just basically dropped everything and just like went up to the TV screen like <laughs> right there and just watched and all probably drooling and just was completely amazed and I was like Oh my God! They, they made a movie about what I love, you know. And um, I hadn't even seen Land, Land Before Time before this because I know Land Before Time was made before Jurassic Park. I actually saw it after Jurassic Park. Oh, okay. But yeah, um, but Jurassic Park was the first like movie with dinosaurs that I actually saw. Like, yeah. So you're there's like you'd only be the, let down from there because you can't get any better than that. Exactly. And um, so it started with these trailers and I would anytime they were on TV, they're on. They were uh, my my family is uh, from Uruguay. So we're Hispanic heritage. Mm-hmm. Um, so my grandmother and my mom would always watch uh, the Hispanic channels and it was on there in Spanish, the trailers. So it, they'd be watching their uh, their soap operas or novellas and whatnot yeah. and i'd hear the trailer from like the, my room while i was playing with my toys and i just run to the living room and and just stand there in front of the tv and just watch it every time it was on there and uh, i always i i would say that i really wanted to go see this in the theater and i i beg and all that but 
unfortunately, I wasn't able to see it in a theater, not the first one. Mm-hmm. Um, but my mom worked a lot and my grandma couldn't take us. So um, I wasn't able to see it. And I always regretted that. But I was actually able to see it now when it came out with the 3D release. And I was so happy because it's such a different experience oh, to it, experience it that really in the theater. Is. Yeah, it really is. I just saw it the other day in the theaters. And uh, you, you just notice so much more and you hear different things. And the way the the speakers surround you in, in a giant theater and just how giant the screen is, it's so much better of an experience. It is, exactly. And then, of course, uh, once the movie was being, you know, once the movie came out or the trailer started showing up, the toys started showing up in stores. And the very first Jurassic Park toy I got was from my grandmother because my grandmother is basically uh i guess 60 percent um uh the reason i have the collection i have mm-hmm. she was just, she always bought me the toys whenever we went to uh, kmart and and walmart and whatnot and uh it was always because of grades if my grades were up she would get me two or three you know nice, she would get nice. me one one you know medium-sized dinosaur and then like a human figure or a little dinosaur um the big dinosaurs were only reserved for like occasions like uh if i passed a really good test or if um if it was my birthday or whatever like when i got rexy you know the red rex that Mm -hmm. was just like a really big occasion i think it was like a, a birthday um so the first one was the dilophosaur okay uh, nice the, yeah the, the spitter and um i still have that one to the day and he's a little beat up now like (laughs) some of the he has you know paint uh some of the paint application has come off i Mm -hmm. think i think he has like one eye like his eye is there but the paint for the eye is not there he's scraped off (laughs) yeah Yeah. because i would actually do the the feature where which was like you dip him in water yeah like he sucks Uh up the water and you press his stomach and he spits it out so i'd actually do that and and, and it it was fun the toys were i love the the gimmicks that they had and and from then on just the collection grew it yeah. started with one dilophosaurus spitter and into the the vast collection it is now <laughs> now it sounds like you you really played with these things right yes i did yeah because i know a lot of collectors you know keep things in boxes and whatnot but i think uh, a lot of us I, you know played with i these do things. have yeah i do have some in box uh not many though because I, uh, I'm a, I guess I'm a weird collector. I'm, I'm, I'm a strange collector because I don't, I don't really look at their market value or mm-hmm. what I'm gonna get for them because I don't see myself selling this collection at all. I've had offers and whatnot, and I'm just like, no, it's not for sale. None of it is, none at all. Like, if I have duplicates, maybe, maybe later in the future I might sell one of them. I have a lot of duplicates of the Jurassic World line that might sell, but the rest of the line is, is here to stay. Um, I actually, jokingly, I've told friends, I'm like, well, remember, when I die, everything gets buried with me. <laughs> <laughs> That's one way so to either, go out, yeah. <laughs> it's like, so either, you know, it's got to be a big grave or, or you got to put me in a mausoleum that looks like the visitor center. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. <laughs> This yes, this conversation has turned very morbid right now. But oh yeah, kind of. Um, but <laughs> no, yeah, it makes uh, sense though. You know, with a collection like the, like yours, it uh, makes a lot of sense. Yeah, but you know, it's it's because I've never 
I, I played with these toys. Mm-hmm. I I'm not just I'm not a collector that start collecting later on. I started from the beginning, and a lot of them are played with. A lot of them have like um, I would get my mom's uh, like nail polish, red nail polish, mm-hmm. and I would put it on paint the teeth like if they were oh, yeah, you know yeah. that had eaten a carcass or whatever or the humans. So some of the older Rexes have red on their teeth. Nice. Um, yeah, like the young Rex still has a lot of red in his teeth. Mm-hmm. Uh, I try to I try to get it off, but it's pretty stuck there. Um, so a lot of them have a lot of playware, um, but I feel that they're more special that way to me because I have gotten new ones now as an adult, mm-hmm. but they just kind of sit there, so I don't have those memories that I have with exactly, the older ones. Because yeah. I can actually pick one up and it'll bring me back to when I was six seven years old out there like six or seven yeah, out there sitting in the backyard making nests for dinosaurs like uh going in these little dirt areas making like uh the roads for the cars and just it brings you back so i feel okay. i have such an emotional connection with a lot of the first and second line of toys like the the first jurassic park in the lost world mm-hmm. that um it just go it 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 overflows to the other part of the collection which pretty much if i don't want to sell that why would i sell the rest so it's yeah. never it's always going to be there with me yeah, for as that, long as you know right? that was one of the things i was going to ask you you know about um if you were to ever sell any pieces of your line but i i think you're right we have so much attachment to these pieces that it'd be really really hard you'd, you'd lose all those memories you know you wouldn't get them back yeah i've actually sold um other collections or not collections but pieces of other stuff uh, other memorabilia i've had uh because i i'm a big batman fan and i was a big uh fan of ninja turtles and stuff like that mm-hmm. so i i sold those ones just to stay with my primary line i was like if i'm gonna stick to one i'm just gonna stick to one that's what i've been doing and yeah that makes sense it's costly you know <laughs> it, it costs a lot to really collect all this much i mean i was lucky when i was a kid that most of the collection i got was my my grandma and my mother and family mm-hmm. friends but as an adult it's all on me and it's a lot <laughs> oh yeah i can imagine you know just scouring uh ebay and you know craigslist or something like that you you come across some pieces here and there and I tend to just keep scrolling because a lot of times they're a little bit too pricey, and I think people are, are you know, catching on and they're they're pricing things up a little bit too high sometimes. So you can't just easily collect nowadays these older pieces. No, you can't. They're, uh, the prices have really gone up, especially with the new film. Oh yeah. And especially with with the new toys too, even though they're not that great. Um, that we had that this talk about that. Um, the it's there's a lot of scalpers out there that have taken up this with the toys they do this with all toys though i've seen it with the batman toys too like mm-hmm. i've looked into maybe getting like the, the suicide squad batman because he looks really cool but and um they just the the prices are way too much the old toys have become ridiculous the amount um but um, lucky enough I have a lot of the old stuff I have a few missing pieces that here and there that when I find a good price for them I get them like uh just today I um I had I had the Humvee I got it when I was a kid and I lost a lot of its pieces okay yeah and so it's pretty much been a bare hum a Humvee <laughs> uh, 
just sitting there for like the longest time. Yeah. And I found a good deal on eBay and I got all most of the missing pieces today. I just got it as as um we were chatting a little bit earlier. I was opening the box and assembling it. <laughs> I nice. was like, "Oh my nice. god. It's it's so cool to see it together finally." I was brought a little tear to my eye. <laughs> yeah. So so what you're what you did was you you've got um a newer one and you put it on your old one, right? You assembled everything back on your original one. No, no, I just got the the missing pieces. Oh, you Sometimes just found you... pieces. Okay. Oh wow, that's, mm-hmm. that's some... I didn't know you could like specifically find them very easily. Oh, some yeah, sometimes <laughs> you get lucky on eBay and some sellers uh sell the pieces separately. Okay, um, nice. Yeah. Probably when they have like extra. I have like I think I'm going to do that with uh some um some of the compact command center pieces. I have extra ones, so I might oh, sell okay, those. Nice, yeah. You know, um because it's them sitting there there's you know there's no with those pieces stuff like that there's no point of just them sitting there mm-hmm. somebody else could use them for true yeah, yeah. Their very good point complex command center if you ever come across two spare arms for the red rex i'd really appreciate i have no arms online <laughs> oh my gosh yeah i i know that feeling uh yeah my my rexy i had to eventually glue her arms like her arms are stuck like that they're, they're just they don't move one high, position but, yeah i super glued them in kind of her like a cool neutral position it's kind of like between neutral and kind of attack mode you know? okay yeah i can see that yeah. So, yeah so she's she's good but uh no i know that feeling I, her arms yeah. would fall out all the time but that's that's play wear that's complete oh, yeah. play wear. yeah now that's what i was asking because be uh, when you buy like an, uh, a new piece of a, of something that you already have, like if I was to get another Rex, I think I'd probably peel the arms off of the newer one and put it on my original one only because I want my original piece to feel complete. Even though, like you said, mine does actually have lots of hot glue. It has a screw through it. It's got, you know, it's got everything to try to keep it together. Yeah, I, yeah, I know what you mean. I've done that. I've had... Uh something completely new i think it was like a jungle explorer and i put it all onto the pieces of the old one <laughs> because it's just that i have no emotional attachment to the new one mm-hmm. it's messed up to say in a way but it's like but it's not because uh, you have this one since since forever yeah so you want to make it make it complete uh-huh. so the other one i that's usually what i do with customizing i i end up using the ones that i customize are the ones that are extra that I probably took pieces from to complete my own. Yeah, definitely. Now, in your in your collection, um, you mentioned your your first piece, the one that you you first got when you were a kid. Now, do you have one that's maybe your favorite piece, or is it that? Oh, uh, definitely. That one has a huge emotional attachment, mm-hmm. but it isn't my favorite. Uh, it, it has a huge, huge emotional attachment for. Uh, there's like a few that have big. Uh, attachment to because of my grandmother my grandmother was very important to me and she there's a few select pieces that she got me that were that just um that i lost over the years and the little officer i never lost i i was lucky enough to keep having it but um i lost some of them and i was able to find some on ebay again and one of them is the velociraptrix from chaos effect um she got me a lot of the chaos effect ones for like a christmas and when I lost that one, it, it was devastating. It's not the same one because, of course, it's from someone else that I bought it off of eBay. But just having that piece, knowing that I had one like it from my grandma, it's very special. But I would have to say the one that's my favorite 
out of the entire line would be the Red Rex, Rexy, mm-hmm. yeah. which I, which it's enough my favorite that I'm getting the JP09, which is her, her numberization, yep, uh, tattooed on me in in the future. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I, I could see, I could see that coming because. I think that that piece is a, a number one for everybody. Basically, a lot of people really, really love that one. It's my personal favorite too. So, because at the time as well, when you were when if you remember buying toys in the nineties of dinosaurs, there was never a Rex that size. Mm, yeah, you know, all yeah. the T Rexes were small. Were small like the ones that they have now. From like, well, I think even. Papo is making them a little bigger than when they used to make them in the 90s. They were really small. Mm-hmm. And then you saw the, the young T-Rex and you're like, wow, that's a pretty cool looking T-Rex. And then all of a sudden you see on the back of the, the cardstock of uh, the toys and you see this like the Stan Winston sculpt. <laughs> it's not the the, the mm-hmm. toy that we got. But yeah, yeah. you, yeah, but you got, I was, when I saw that, I was like, oh my God, they're making a T-Rex that size. That's <laughs> that's that's too awesome i need this like i would do anything <laughs> just <laughs> let me get this piece <laughs> and, now, and i remember I, it circled them i circled them and x oh, them out yeah yeah like what uh, in a one of the magazines or whatever that would come out or uh, uh or and on the, the back, back of the, on the back okay yeah hmm? as i collected them be like okay i need these ones okay i got that one mm-hmm. this is the special <laughs> one and i'd run up to my grandma and my mom and be like this one right here this is the one I need. And be like, okay, for Christmas. Be like, it's not Christmas. Go <laughs> so on, it's too far away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now you got you. You have a ton of things. And uh, how about first before I get into that, actually, question? Why don't you just like describe like your your collection as a whole? Like, you know, I know there's a lot of pictures online, but just describe it for everybody a little bit. Okay. Um, let's see. I have most of the JP One series. Uh, I think I have maybe like a few missing. I know there's one that's still that I can't seem to get a good price on, and I'm still looking to get him. Mm-hmm. It's the electronic Baryonyx. Okay. Ah, you sneaky fellow. <laughs> <laughs> he keeps getting away from me. But most of the JP um, Series One, I have. Uh, actually, I have all the JP Series One. I I need JP Series Two, a few pieces. I have most of it as well. Uh, Lost World, pretty much complete. I have series two and series one. I have all, all, all those. Uh, this is with the toys. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, describe JP3, everything too. Yeah. You got all kinds of stuff. Yeah, JP3, I have most of the dinosaurs. I don't have most of the humans. I used to have them all. I used to have the entire line of JP3, even the Canyon Rex and all those ones that okay. like, I didn't even like, but I just <laughs> got them because like, I, I thought they were, the T-Rex was a bad sculpt then too. Um, but I got them just because they're rarity and I was able to find them. And then things in life happened. I don't know why, but they got, uh, they got pretty much, uh, lost and someone stolen. So I lost, I lost most of my JP three line. Um, uh, so I'm still kind of recovering that one, but that one's not really a priority. Uh, you know, I do have the Spinosaurus animatronic, which everybody loves, and mm. is yeah. I, I, as much as I'm not the biggest fan of Spinosaurus, as uh, a lot of my friends know, <laughs> um, I love that toy though. He's really cool looking. Yeah, yeah. he's really, he's really well done. Really well done. Good job on Hasbro on that one. <laughs> um, 
let's see. Uh, I have DVDs, uh, the VHS, the Blu-rays. Uh, I, I think like it's, I have Jurassic Park about maybe like 20 or 24 times the same movie. Different collecting collections. Yes. They, they have like I the, hate how they do that. They release so many versions, then you you feel oh, obligated to buy them all. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, I think the the best one that I have is is like the I don't know if you ever seen it. It's like a red box that came with the with both DVDs of Lost World and Jurassic Park collect collection edition, and it's mm-hmm. like it's this big red box. Um, it has the T Rex, the the JP T Rex logo, and it opens up and it has the uh, also the soundtracks in there it brings up a bunch of prints and photos oh and i got that check this i got it for five bucks (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was a steal i was how is that possible uh this was years ago though you know this was years ago when i started the when the collection started up again um yeah i found it and i was like really five dollars and it's basically all there it's it's complete and the only thing that's out of it's like like plastic is the two dvds but they're immaculate like you look on the back there's no scratches they're perfect the soundtracks are still in in plastic and the prints and the lithiographs are still all in plastic and so are the the film cells it brings two film cells one from the first movie and one from the second movie and if and whoever's listening knows what this is. They know how cool that box is because it's really freaking cool. Um, I got most of the Blu-ray. I have the, the Blu-ray collections, uh, the one that came out years ago, uh, the new one with uh, with um, Jurassic World. I also have the collector's edition of, of Jurassic Park, the game, which brought like a sketchbook, which brought like yeah, a... Yeah. And a bunch of stuff in there. There was really, yeah, I love that. It was really, I love really that package. cool. Yeah, it's so awesome. Yeah, yeah you seen it? Yeah, yeah I it have. Brings it brings a letter. Right here, yeah, that it's so awesome. He did really good. Um, let's see. For that, I have a lot of JP books. Um, mm-hmm. I'm getting the comics here and there. I have a lot of them, but I'm st- I still need some more. I for fortunately, I have a really good friend that works at a comic book store. It's always helping me out with that. Oh, nice. Um, that's that's handy. Yeah, he's uh, yeah he's always letting me know what's if he finds a new comic or Jurassic Park if they get one in or something or somebody trades an old one in. He's like, oh, I got one here. He's got me a bunch of different versions of the Michael Crichton book. Mm-hmm. I have the two original big books. Then I have like three or four of the small paperbacks. Okay. Uh, yeah. In different logos, I have one that has like doesn't even have the logo. It's like this old dinosaur on yeah. it or whatever. Um, and then I, my cousin uh, for for my birthday, got me the special edition that brings both books mm-hmm. in yep. one with That's the leather nice. back. Uh, I haven't even opened it. I kept it. <laughs> like yeah, it's it's beautiful. I I wanted to get it when. When when Crichton passed, I was just unfortunately not able to get it. And she was able to get it for me for my nice. birthday. It was nice. a really good gift. Um, I have a lot of the games, the the Jurassic Park games. Mm-hmm. Um, and when it when it comes to, I just I don't know, man. It's such a it, it's there's so much stuff. I don't even know where to go from. Basically, I have all the points of of collection. I have clothes. I have the uh, the videos. I have like 
the art supplies. I have an art box that I didn't even know existed that I was able to get from <laughs> from one of this. Uh, there's a friend of mine that I go see at these toy shows, and I'm able to get uh, buy some rare items from him once in a while that he's able to nice. find. And he got one. Being an artist myself, he he got me this uh, this like little box that's that's untouched. It has crayons in it. It has markers. I'm not gonna use it. It's more like it's most for for my style of art. It's really not a. It's 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 for like a kid. It's for it's for for kids in school basically. Yeah, yeah. But it is such a cool looking box. It has the Triceratops and the old like style stylized that they were coming out with um in Lost World. It was a lot of highlighter colors and and like bright stuff and all these like graphics. It was very different from Jurassic Park if you remember the type of yeah, marketing they had. Yeah. So that one sits on my desk. Um, yeah, it's just. I don't know. I I don't know yeah, how to keep got, going. Like you've got tons of posters. I don't know how bi- yeah. how big that room is, but you've got it like jam packed <laughs> in there, and it's 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 awesome to look at. You've got those like standee things that you find like in a store. Oh in, yeah, or in yeah. The theater. Or I was wherever. lucky to it's get so those. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, I was. Uh, yeah, I had to ask managers and stuff for those. <laughs> and I was lucky. Yeah, that I always I, wonder how how you go about doing that and, and not feel super it's, awkward. <laughs> It's um you you gotta ask uh managers and hope that it's a good manager, mm-hmm. and they're nice enough to let you have those. Um, so, most likely, most of the time they'll say no. They have you know, oh, but really? um, hmm. it sadly um you know my my friends tried getting other ones and they weren't able to. But mm-hmm. you know, oh well, that I was happens. able to get them. <laughs> <laughs> so what's yeah. the what's like the weirdest piece that you own? Hmm. Let me think. What is the weirdest piece? What is the weirdest piece? Um. I guess. I guess the weirdest piece would be that art box. I, I've never saw that growing up, and and it's just very, very like strange to see that. Like, I've I've looked it up online, and and I can't find it in certain places. But it's it's real. It's not a fake box. It has the <laughs> Amblin um, copyright on the back, and has everything that it should yeah. for it to be authentic. Um, I fact checked it before I, I was like, oh, this is real or not. So I fact checked it and yeah, it is real. But I think I've seen maybe like one online or whatever, just, uh, but it wasn't produced much. So it's very, very rare. Mm-hmm. And if somebody listening has one, awesome. Cause I would love to know if somebody else has it because I have not seen any collector have this box, now, which is, is cool. Is this box, is this the one with the pieces that kind of pop out on the side is that no little, that, is, I want a that box that thing is so yeah, awesome I, I love that thing it has yeah, like hidden boxes all on the side and stuff yeah what's his name on twitter uh nate nathan, vader nathan vader yeah he he picked that up I know. uh yeah he's the one that has it i saw <laughs> it i was like oh I, I got so jealous i know i know he it's such a cool such box. great stuff yeah. yeah it really does uh but I don't know. I guess that box would be the, the weirdest one. And if I got that other box, that would be the weirdest oh, it'd one. Be a, <laughs> it'd be a good collection of boxes, random boxes. If, if, I guess if we're going to go with it, with uh, maybe not weird, unique, I guess, mm-hmm. and somewhat unique. Um, I know some other people had this one, but I'm just very happy to have it. It's uh, I have the Amber Chrome edition of Jurassic Park number one of Topps Comics comic. Okay. And it's like 
the amber chrome edition has like gold flakes on the cover wow, wow. so it, so it shines and um it was it's pretty it was from what i know it's it's not super super rare but it's pretty rare and it goes it fetches high prices now nice um yeah, and I was able to get that one. It, there's two editions of it. There's the regular edition, which you can probably find on eBay right now, mm-hmm. and the Amber Chrome, which you'll find for a high price if they have it there. And mine is like uh, pretty. I need to get it graded, but I basically I opened it. The person that owned it before me opened it, and the comic book store he got it from, and that's it. Nice, nice. You could still smell like the fresh <laughs> paper when you open that. The, the silicon. Yeah. I, I really got to get into those comics again. Um, check them out because now we're, we're going to have some more comics coming soon. So yep. it's, uh, it's, it's time to like refresh my memory and everything. Yeah, but I already alerted my friend. I'm like, hey, there's a new Jurassic World coming. He's like, don't worry. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> now, um, as, as good as everything is in the past, uh, right now we're in this weird period of time. And uh, the past few years, even, uh, what is your take on this uh, this Hasbro line, Jurassic World line? Do you have a favorite piece from this uh, this current line or the the past year? Uh, hmm. Oh, it's tough. Not really, but <laughs> uh, I guess it would have to be the Ceratosaur. Mm-hmm. Okay, that that'd be the the one one because I've always wanted a Ceratosaur toy. Ever since seeing him in JP3, he's yeah, actually yeah. one of my favorite parts of JP3, and he's just a cameo. <laughs> Um, I thought he's a really cool look to the diners, even though he was a little bit oversized, but whatever. Yeah. And everything in Jurassic is a little oversized. A little bit and, bigger. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the toy itself is really cool and I love the the paint application onto it. It's it's very well done. Um but other than that, I can't really see myself saying anything was really great in that line and I mm-hmm. uh I have most of it. And I'm I've been very tempted to get the the hybrid line, uh the, the green raptor and the green rex but i just really didn't like those sculpts like if i would if it wasn't for the ceratosaur i would have probably said um the stomp and strike rex mm-hmm. would be my favorite even though it's it's so flimsy and yeah and i've seen arms come off and it breaks easily just because uh the sculpt of the rex is better than any of the other ones that came out of that line mm-hmm. it's not great it's i'm not saying it's it's awesome or <laughs> that accurate but it's one of the better ones i guess yeah playability wise not too great i would i would assume no. but to sit on your shelf it, it's fine you know it's it i have it right now like kind of facing off against my old red rex up on my shelf and you know it, it looks cool next to it it doesn't uh it doesn't stand up to it in the same way but uh it's still it's a decent piece you know if you if you face the screws towards the wall <laughs> the screw holes yeah yeah <laughs> I have it. I have it up there on like the second shelf where all my Rexes, my whole entire Rex line is on there, mm-hmm. and pretty much that's all the Rexes of the T of the Jurassic Park um, toy line. Man, oh, the only awesome. one I have, the only one I have missing is the Thrasher from Chaos Effect. That's it. That's the okay. only one I have missing. Other than that, all of them are up there, mm-hmm. and I have that one, the Stomp and Strike there, and on the bottom shelf, like right under them, is all like the villain dinosaurs. I guess I would say <laughs> of the Jurassic Universe. You got yeah. the Irex there, the Spinosaur, yeah. So, um, but yeah, I, I this line was just very disappointing. Um, I I don't really have a favorite, mm-hmm. real favorite that I can actually like. If you name the other lines, be like that one. 
you know, instantly. Yeah, it doesn't it's measure like, up in the same in the same way. Mm-hmm. Sadly. Yeah. Maybe. Now th- we just saw uh, kind of like a. Um, well, actually, we saw them a while back, basically, except for the one, the Terra Minus. I think um, that was the only one mm-hmm. that was just released as a new one. Um, of these new few coming out, it looks like this is going to be our final set of uh, Hasbro line. Do you see anything redeemable in there, or, or is it just you know more of the same? More of the same. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I, sadly to say, I, I know some some. I don't want to. I guess I don't want to say anything too mean because uh, the simple fact that I know some some friends and other members and stuff they they like those sculpts. Uh, I I just don't like them. Um, I I feel it's the same. They just switched heads on stuff and just. Yeah. yeah. I was. Yeah, I was excited for the Carno Raptor. He just looks very okay he's not nothing exciting is it these 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 toys just make me think okay should i just go for them or should i save my money for other stuff and it's pretty much keeps telling me save my money for all this stuff yeah even though i know these are probably getting valuable later on or whatever because of their rarity and all that but at the end of the day like i said i don't put market value on my stuff so it it doesn't matter as much to me if i don't get them I, if later on I want to, then I decide, then I'll, I'll get them. I'll find a way and in some way, somehow I'll get them. But yeah. for the moment, no, I don't see myself really getting them. If anything, I'll get the, like I said, that green Raptor and the green Rex, the hybrid Raptor and hybrid Rex. Those are the only redeemable ones that I've seen that line right now. Because even the Owen and and Blue was just eh, it's okay yeah no i uh i was not a fan of that one and uh as many times as i see it in the store i just have a hard time picking it up even though i have that same mentality that you do you know kind of like you know in the future if i don't get this now it might be a bit more expensive because it like it might be rare so i mm-hmm. i kind of have that same mentality and i still can't force myself to pick it up and buy it because i i do think you know right around the corner we're gonna get some stuff you know maybe next year or sometime um or the year after we're gonna get some cool stuff hopefully so it's kind of hard to pay out shell out right now when we know more stuff is coming but um i'd say definitely go for that green raptor i I really like that thing even though it's the same kind of you know it's the same sculpt as the last one it's just repainted it's still it's cool and i really like the 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 paint job on that thing i think it's really really good um but as far as the the new hybrid stuff I don't know. I'll. Pro- I mean, I don't have any of the uh, Indominuses at all. None of them. None of the sixteen different sizes they produced. Um, oh my god! So I know. if I'm gonna get one, maybe I'll get this new one. I'm not sure. If I, I don't know, I'm I'm still like torn on that one. But um, maybe that Dilophosaurus. I don't know. I, it's it's all like I'm on Dilophos- the fence. Uh, you know. The Dilophosaurus actually looks. Uh, the paint application looks pretty cool. I, yeah. I, I saw that just today i really saw that one i saw like glimpses of it but today i i, I saw one i can't remember where but i uh, and i was like hmm it doesn't look that bad yeah i kind of um, like it because in my mind like it, it sort of looks like um i guess maybe in a way like that original electronic one kind of like mm-hmm. has somewhat of a similar style to that one so i'm like eh, maybe i'll pick it up but um i don't know i, I still i'm not a fan of that that sculpt or the way it, you know the the um frill, uh, the, the frill. frill yeah i'm not a fan of how the frill is stuck there i like how the um the old one you know you could just pe- you know take it right off oh yeah i love that i i remember having that on the old ones and then you could i used to put them on on the one that doesn't have the frill oh yeah nice yeah 
so but now, also also just you know i mean chronicles making so much cool stuff it's oh, kind yeah, of yeah i'm saving my money for other stuff too you know uh, i really want um if i don't get the grant figure or the owen figure i'm definitely getting the malcolm figure <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Malcolm is my favorite. Yeah, so. of course. Yeah, he's he's so I've awesome. I've cosplayed as him a bunch of times. Yeah. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah, it's so tough because that stuff is is a bit expensive, and uh, I don't. Is. I mean, there's no price point on those those figures yet, but we can kind of assume um, they'll be expensive as well. But uh, I'm mm-hmm. I'm really excited for that, and uh, I know you know we've heard that they're gonna have a ton of stuff coming out, so I'm really excited about that. That's good stuff. Yeah. Now. In your case, um, when you don't get the things that you want, you know, you kind of just sit down and you customize. So I know you've done things like Owen. Uh, I believe you did Owen, right? Uh, you did Embryo yeah. Containers. Uh, <laughs> you know, that's off of Source Venom. So, like, what pushed you into customizing these things? Uh, that's, that's a good question. Because uh, um, I've been customizing toys since I was, like, five. <laughs> <laughs> I started customizing with Ninja Turtles and I went into Batman and then I went to Jurassic Park. And when I went into Jurassic Park, that's where I, cause I used to, as a kid, I used to question why is it that when I'm watching, I understand now as an adult, you know, <laughs> you can't make everything into mm-hmm. a toy. The toy companies just can't do it. And some, they know that some toys will not sell. There's no point in making it. But when I was a kid, I was like, why? don't we have this for this toy? Why don't we have this for this toy? So when I was a kid, I was like, okay, so why don't we have a Raptor pen? So I made one. Mm-hmm. Um, when, you know, back then I'd make them out of cardboard and, and whatnot. And I, I remember exactly how I made the Raptor pen. I, I took a box. I, I took some strings and I'd find myself always in like the arts and crafts section. I had like a store, I'd run there first. I'd be like, I'm going to be at the at the office supplies. So I'd go there and I'd buy random office supplies just knowing because if, if I were to lay out like the office supplies and stuff and arts and crafts stuff on a table and just lay them out and, and you look at them, you had no idea why I'd buy all this random stuff. <laughs> you, you just, it doesn't, doesn't make sense. Like, but to me in my head, I would see it and I would see where it would go on the project I was going to be working on. I still mm-hmm. do that to this day. Like I'll buy, I'll be in a store and I'll see something. I'll be like, wow, that would go perfect for this. And if just buying it doesn't make any sense, but when I apply it to the project, it just, wow. Okay. Now I know where you're going with it. Yeah. You're probably, so, you're, you're probably scaring the cashier at every store you buy your supplies from. Like, what is he doing buying these random assortment of things? So yeah. <laughs> so many, so many, uh, crazy glue and, and glue and this and all types of freaking glue there's <laughs> just a bag of glue <laughs> i would just i use i glue my hands together a bunch of times when i was a kid like ah oh, <laughs> and just like uh, i know i know so much about glue <laughs> more than anybody else i think um so i would i buy these supplies and, and then i create these things and um then I add lights to them and it looked cool, but of course it was, it was cardboard, so it can break down in over the years. Mm-hmm. Um, but now, like a few years back, I started actually thinking about customizing 
uh, toys in general. And I customize a few and I've sold a few to like friends and like, like privately to friends or whatever. And then, um, now I've actually thought, you know I mean? Might as well just put them up and see if anybody wants to buy them. But it, the thing is, I don't make them to be sold. Like the only thing I really did make to be sold kind of was the, the, the Lophosaur Venom. Cause I had just so much of it. I was like, all right, you know what I mean? I'll sell more. But, um, with the, my customizations, they're really for me as like a hobby. I just love working on them. I could be sitting there a whole day, just like little by little, just painting something or adding something to it or sculpting something for it. Um, and it's not a chore. It's not work for me. Like uh, other things that I have to do in, in my art life, that's more work related and career driven. But this stuff is just for fun. And if somebody loves it enough or, or likes it enough that they want to buy it off of me, then fine. Yeah, I'll sell it. But most likely, it's just for me because I have <laughs> stuff sitting here that's just for me. And if I put them up later on, on on like the Etsy page, sure. If somebody wants to buy it, go ahead. It does. If it doesn't sell, it's not really going to bother me. It's not something I need to sell. But I love making this stuff. Yeah. Um, I think that's how it starts. You know, you you you're, you're missing a piece, and you want to fulfill that piece in your collection, and you just mm-hmm. got to make it. You know, there's no other way around it. Because I've always wanted to make like, because uh, whatever I make, I make it to the scale of the Kenner toys. Okay. Whatever yeah. the human the human is uh, um, size in the Kenner toys, I think it's like three point seven five or four point something. Um, I make it to that scale or the vehicles. So. I started making last year, but I haven't finished it. Um, the the Jurassic Park gates, like oh, nice. within scale, within scale of the, the vehicles. So when you open that, it's like seeing the scene in the movie. And it would not be the entire fence, but it'd be like a nice little platform. And I, basically, what it would be is just like a um, a big piece of wood on the bottom for the platform, and then I just built up the fence on top of it. So it's almost like a maquette almost like a, a miniature model, you know, mm-hmm. but that can be used for your toys. And I'm doing that with the, with the Jurassic Park gate, which is basically, I, I have it cut out in pieces. I just have to paint it and apply the, the wiring into it and all that. But I have plans to make the Raptor pen as accurately as possible to the movie. Oh man, that's going to be awesome. Even, even make the, you know how Hammond see, like whispers kind of in the background that there's yeah. an observation deck on the bottom. That's what that's what he's trying to do. Like so, because they notice that the Raptors were so dangerous, they can't put them in a perimeter fence. So try to make that as well. So the the Raptor pen will be elevated, and then on the bottom it would be like a you know like plastic glass or not really oh, glass, wow. but it was okay. like plastic see through, so you could see the Raptor and huh. you could put your toys in there. <laughs> I make everything awesome. so you could actually. I made a raptor cage, the raptor containment pen, uh, containment unit. Mm-hmm. I made that with the sliding door, like, and, you know, guy could get eaten within that door, oh, too. <laughs> Just like the movie. Um, you have all these, like, I, dioramas set up, like, you know, and you can uh, mm-hmm. photograph them. That would be so awesome. I can't wait to see that thing. Oh, God. Yeah. It's just finding the time. The time oh, is, of course. Uh, something, yeah. something you learn later, later on in life that's so so bleeding <laughs> oh i know it's it's, just... it's tough to to handle everything and especially these little hobbies and things that we do on the side <laughs> i know it's just, uh 
real life takes over and it's just like uh because you have to pay the bills and to get the stuff that you want to get like all this collection and i have to get it from somewhere so i have to yeah i mean devote my time to it to pay for those art supplies and stuff you gotta you gotta uh you know do some actual jobs yeah gotta go (laughs) shovel the dinosaur manure (laughs) (laughs) so um I know you're you're basically you're like getting up there with all this customizing and, and you're doing a really good job. So what do you suggest to you. to others who are kind of um, you know wanting to try it out for their own for the first time? When I started making all this stuff, there really wasn't um, online sources of anything. Mm-hmm. It was just kind of you know it's it's always trial and error. And you know I found out I used to use like um, acrylic paints on like on like this like vinyl material and that didn't work and my and i and i was a little kid and i never figured out like back then why that paint never dried <laughs> oh yeah and there's there's like there's this one pteranodon i had that was like wet paint for like two years <laughs> it was it was oh it, it, i painted it so nice too it, it just i couldn't pick it up because uh, as soon as i did i had paint all over my hands and i never figured that out as a kid and that's trial and error you figure out you know that's not the type of paint to use for that and that's what I figured out over the years. And but now there's so many sources online that you can go to. YouTube is a big help too. If you're starting a new project, have no idea. Um, if you're young, though, I would suggest parental supervision um, <laughs> with with a lot of this stuff. If because a lot of this customizing does take like certain like power tools and stuff like that. Have your dad or your mom help you out with that. Um, so it, it, I know there's customizers that are my age, but then there's customizers that are kids growing up, like course, I did. Yeah. You know, and I, I had scissors and stuff like that, and and I, I mean, I, I did glue my hand a couple of times, and <laughs> you know, that was uh, that's because my, uh, my grandma was like, you know, she wasn't all, she wasn't always watching me because I'm, I'm a boy, and, uh, I'm a kid. You know, us kids would get in a lot of trouble. We get away from <laughs> things, you know, but I mean, um. So you have to watch out with that. Yeah. You don't want that trial and error. Trust me, it's not yeah. good. <laughs> um, but yeah, a lot of sources online are great for for all this customizing stuff. And if anybody has any questions, they could reach out to me. I'm, I'm, I'm free to help out at any time. I don't mind helping people out. I've helped out a couple of people here and there nice. with some customizations. Um, but yeah, like when uh, when I made that cane, my John Hammond cane, the lights up and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm sorry, I still haven't made the tutorial for that. <laughs> oh, no. But I have told people what I, what, how I made it. And it's coming. Stuff, but I have, <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I'm sorry for that, guys. <laughs> no, that thing looks awesome. I really like that piece. You've got some, you've got some really cool things and and uh, things that you've customized and like that venom. That's such a cool idea. Where'd you uh, come up? With that? Did I ask you that? Where you came up with that idea? No, I don't think so. <laughs> I don't. No, I don't think so. Uh, I was watching. Um, I was watching the movie, and I was. I was always. I, I, it just came to me because I saw. I, like it was like, it just came out of nowhere, really, and it and it came more as a joke. That had like this, uh, this venom type substance, <laughs> and this goo, and I did a little video on on instagram a while back of it i i put it i had this like jar that i had emptied out it was like a vitamin jar and i had that around and i was like oh that'd be funny to do and it was just a joke 
it was kind of just making fun of like the the Jimmy Fallon um, skit that oh, they had in yeah, Jurassic yeah. World. <laughs> so I drew up real quick uh, the Lophosaur logo on it, the the one from Jurassic Park, the original, mm-hmm. in yellow. I okay. taped it onto the jar. I I dumped the ven- the the goo in there. It was black, just looking exactly like the venom from Jurassic Park. And so I sat there with the stuff and then I did a little video and I, I played the, the soundtrack of the part where Venom steals the embryos. Yeah. I mean, Dennis, Dennis <laughs> steals the embryos. Sorry about that. Not Venom from Spider-Man. He, I no don't know. Good. Yeah, that's maybe, an alternate take. Maybe that's, yeah, maybe that's where Venom comes from. He's actually the Lophosaurus <laughs> Venom. <laughs> He's in the There's shadows in the trees back there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, so... <laughs> so I, I did this little skit on... And everybody... I got a good reception off of it. And I was like, you know what? I should make more of this stuff. So I found out how to make it. And it's... Uh, it's, it's really easy to make. You, you you can find videos online to make it and whatever. But um, then I just um, I put it in, in, in jars and I added all these graphics to it and whatever. And, and it just worked out. And I only made some of it, not too much. So I have like a few jars left. And, and yeah. yeah, and I put them yeah. out because no, th- some I think people looks, wanted them. It looks so awesome. Like it looks like a cool, you know, uh, collectible piece because you, you actually had them on sale. I guess at the uh, convention recently, right? That you went to. Yes, I did. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's so, that's so yeah, awesome and- because like um, people can go by and pick that up and it, you know have it on their shelf like you have uh, everything on yours. It's so awesome, and I I, yeah. I think uh, the the way it um you know it kind of like you said it blends in with the with the movie. You know, it looks like a kind of like a a test piece of some sort. Like they're testing the venom in this little container. It's so awesome. Yeah, it comes and it comes with a little card that has a Dilophosaur drawing I did. Um, that um, is a homage to M- Mark Crash McCurry, which mm-hmm. is my absolute favorite artist of all time. Uh, they asked when they asked me uh, artists, uh, oh, or asked somebody else, be like, oh, what's your favorite artist? Oh, Da Vinci, <laughs> this and that. They asked me, I'm like, oh, Mark Crash. They're like, who the hell's that? I'm like, oh, if you don't know who that is, then why are we friends? <laughs> He's because I, my oh, style. Yeah grew from his i i love his work and um mm-hmm. i can't wait till one day i actually have his lithiographs i've been wanting to get them i don't oh, have any great those. those are one yeah that's one that i don't have to a collection but yeah it's it goes it comes with the little card and it says uh the numberization that i i made up for the dolophosaur but on the bottom has a little easter egg it says biosyn oh man yeah, Uh-oh. and whoever knows that, <laughs> yeah, it's just pretty much like it's a test sample. They, I pretty much put it like this: like when you get it, it's like a test sample you're getting from Dotson to like start up a lab. Like that here, so awesome. we stole this. Yeah, here's a card, and it has the information, you know, diet, carnivore, blah blah. But on the bottom, it has my my logo that I made for Biosyn, which is um, with the O from the top turns into the s on the nice, bottom for nice. sin and it's a dna dna yeah helix. yeah that that's so awesome mm-hmm. yeah yeah you so know, that's my good no you're just you're you're a great artist as well like so i i love to see these little touches you know coming into play on this stuff you so you're not only a collector but you're also kind of 
adding to the canon in a way like you're 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 making your own head canon. Uh, it's so cool yeah. it's so cool to have that you know so somehow i guess they they got those embryos somehow got them off the island and now they've got these samples laying around and uh they're on they're on sale you know whenever you find you at a convention or, or someplace yeah i have them on etsy oh do you nice shop. yeah 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 i think there's uh i think there's 11 left awesome yeah yeah, I sold I think uh, six at the convention. I sold one on the shop, and yeah, the other eleven are, are there and they're ready to go whenever. Nice. Yeah. So, so what are some other uh, pieces of art or things you're working on? Because I know I see on your your Instagram uh, page there, you're you've got a, a few dinosaurs that you're working on, or, or, or you know other things here and there. So, uh, what, what are you working on right now? All right, I'm right now. I'm working. Um, there's a couple pieces and I'll like briefly summarize them. Um, right now there's one that's, uh, it's kind of an inside joke. Me and my friend that's, that works at the, the comic shop. Um, by the way, you, you probably find him in my comments, DC villain. He's, uh, he's my, one of my really great friends. Um, and my neighbor, he's my neighbor as well. Nice. Um, (laughs) Yeah. So he's always like kicking me about, uh, Jurassic Park 3, the raptor scene with Alan, right? Mm. So he's he'll he'll always like bring that up. I'm like, oh god, stop! Yeah, I, that <laughs> scene is just really just gives me the whole tone for that movie. Oh which I, yeah, I it's not 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 the greatest scene in the in the series. <laughs> yeah, it's it's so bad. Um, so he's always he's always making fun of that scene, and and he's always bringing it up, and. And it's so it's it's inside joke me and him have, but now I'm actually creating a T-shirt that has the Raptor saying Alan. That's awesome. You know? So he's uh, I told him I'm like I have the shirt for you, man. Wait up. He's like, all right. That's so so that one's that, that one's a little piece that I'll, I'll pop up soon enough because I, I I made the one with blue. And it says Blue's Clues. Okay. Um, yeah, yep. Uh, so I like make, doing that you know, mashup of universes, you know, stuff from our childhood and, and bringing them up with, with Jurassic Park, trying to mix them up. I did that with Pokemon too. I made like a Pokemon version of Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I've seen that. So right now what I am working on um, is making the Chaos Effect dinosaurs lifelike, like uh, drawing them like okay, yeah. to the best of my ability, yeah. making them, there's like, a sample of one that I posted a while back. Um, it's uh, the Dino Parodynonicus, I think. Mm-hmm. It's the the one that's the Chaos Effect dinosaur where it was uh, it's Parasolophus and um, Dinonicus mixed okay. together. Okay. It's the electronic one. Really cool looking one. But you know how most of the Chaos Effect dinosaurs were meant to be an animated film or animated series. Mm. Um, so they look very stylized and, okay. and like cartoony. Yeah, you know, yeah. it's, it's it's just fine. It's cool. I still like them, you know. But um, I'm making them look more like in a realistic tone with uh, adding features that would actually be from the dinosaurs to make to take away that cartoon stylization and make it look like a, a Mark Crash type of drawing mm-hmm. of the dinosaur with like file information and stuff. It'll be almost like templates of the dinosaur if they were given to scientists. Yeah, yeah. No, that sounds that, so, that sounds so awesome. I really can't wait to see that. Yeah, so right now I'm working on the Paradynonicus, uh-huh. um, the Velociraptrix, and the Alpha Raptor. Awesome. Those are the three that, that will come out first before any of them. 
And I'm going to be making a lot more like like dinosaur files like that mm-hmm. where I'm going to some dinosaurs that weren't drawn by Crash like uh, I did that with the Indominus or I haven't finished it yet but I'm working on the Indominus and making it like a Mark Crash drawing. Nice. Um because nice. I, I just love his style and I just feel like it'd be cool to have like like fans to have like drawings like that. Like everybody has their everybody draws uh, um Jurassic World dinosaurs in such great ways. I see it on Instagram all the time. Yeah. I, I follow a lot, a lot of great artists. But um, I felt what's what's been missing is a file of these dinosaurs. And I seen Jurassic Outpost. They they did some like something like that, yeah, which yeah, is pretty that cool. Really great. It's like, but theirs is emulating almost uh, like the Jurassic Park game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So they're like the, field manuals it, in a way. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. Like drawing manuals, like a like a sketch artist mm-hmm. yep. know, type of thing, which is awesome. It's great. No, yeah, they're but so I, cool. I have always wanted to make these. Uh, it, it, perfect example, uh, Roland Tempo's um, his his uh, field guide. Do you remember that? It's no, it's not coming to my mind right now. Remember when he's like uh, on the oh when they're oh, in the okay. cars? Yeah, yeah. All right, no, no, yeah, in the movie. Okay. Yes. Exactly. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> doing something of that sort uh-huh. with the dinosaurs we have uh, in canon with the movie and also with the chaos affected ones that'll be so awesome i can't that's oh god that's such a good idea because like you don't typically think to see those in a natural environment you know and no they're, you they're don't so that's... crazy looking you know I, that's not that's not the way like i tend to view dinosaurs but in that case i think that would be really cool mm-hmm like seriously, I would never. Uh, I mean, I I have a opinion about the hybrids, or whatever. Even though dinosaurs in Jurassic Park have always been somewhat a hybrid, but like the, where they're exaggerating now with like, uh, you know, with um, I know s- someone on Twitter is not gonna like this, but uh, the Stegoceratops, <laughs> we don't. <laughs> not, he's not one of my. He's cool looking, but I would never really want to see him in a movie. No, but, yeah, uh, me yeah. either. <laughs> I know there's a big fan out there. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, I've seen him everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But I like they're cool looking dinosaurs and whatever. But I felt that the Indominus was like the most naturally looking one. I guess I would say. Of course. Even yeah. though it's tall, it looked more real. Is, yeah. But when you go to that level and you go like into Jurassic Park, the game where their horns are exaggerated, they have spikes coming out everywhere. I'm like, no, that's it's not. I I don't like that. And I mm-hmm. I feel, you know, I mean, with the new movie coming, they might go down that route. But I hope not. Uh, I really, yeah, I hope not. I hope uh, if anything, it maybe make the Indominus is smaller, like raptor size. Yeah, that would I could be really see that. Scary. That'd be really scary. Um, but. So to make these like chaos effect ones like more realistic, kind of like an, like a hybrid Indominus kind of looking thing, you know, like it looks real. Um, but use the same style of what they have. Like if they have like horns or whatever in the stylization, just kind of minimize it to make it more look more natural. That's what I'm trying to do with these. Mm-hmm. But never I would want to see them in a movie though. <laughs> this no, is as far not. as they should go. They should stick to your, yeah. your Instagram or however yeah. you get them to out my- to people. <laughs> Yeah, to my incarnations yeah. of what I'm doing, and and to whatever fan buys them and puts them on their wall. But that's exactly. it. 
Hopefully, it's not giving uh, Frank Marshall yeah, and, what are you and doing? Uh, Stop giving him Jay ideas. Bayona ideas. <laughs> like, hey, look at this guy's drawings. We could actually make the chaos we effect do into this. real dinosaurs. <laughs> and then everybody no. hates me for it. Oh. Uh, it's all your fault. It's all your fault. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, whatever. Well, oh, well. Yeah, we've talked about your awesome customizing your art and, uh, and your collection. So why don't you tell people where they can find you online? Well, you can find me on Twitter, Instagram, um, at um, at J Jurassic. That's a J A Y E underscore Jurassic, but with a K at the end. Um, my my store online is um, it's a SC shop. It's Chaos Customs. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Chaos has a Z instead of an S, and um, I have also Redbubble uh, store which has like t-shirts and I have a lot of cool artwork on those t-shirts. I have, um, you know, a lot of cool stuff on there. Nice. <laughs> um, nice. And yeah. it's, and it's chaos theory shop. So yeah, you we'll can ma- find I'll me. Sure to, yeah. I'll, I'll leave all of these links, everything to find you in our show notes. And, uh, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely go check out all your stuff because like, your collection alone just to view that it is great i love looking at that thing and i know you like to showcase certain parts every now and then so it's really cool yeah thank you yeah i try i have some <laughs> uh, stuff i got in so i'll probably be posting it up uh probably tomorrow pretty, pretty cool stuff awesome well thank you uh for coming on here and uh i'll talk to you again soon thank you man for having me on the show again no problem take it easy you too to visit JurassicParkPodcast.com to find all our past episodes, brand new news articles, information on how to contact us, and much more. It's a great source for everything related to the podcast, and of course, Jurassic Park and Jurassic World. Head to JurassicParkPodcast.com and help us build a great community. Thanks for listening to the 63rd episode of the Jurassic Park Podcast. Of course, I need to thank Jay Jurassic for joining me here today on the podcast. I really love speaking with like-minded people who have a big passion for all things Jurassic Park, and I'm also pretty jealous of his collection. So make sure to go check it out on his Instagram. I'll have the link to that in our show notes. Don't forget today, August 15th, is the final day to submit your Mattel video. Don't miss out as we all congratulate Mattel on the license and lay out our hopes for the future. If you want to interact with us, we do most of our work over on Twitter, at Jurassic Park Pod. We're also on Facebook at facebook.com slash Jurassic Park Podcast, and our Instagram handle is at Jurassic Park Podcast. You can listen to us via iTunes, Google Play, SoundCloud, Podomatic, YouTube, our website, or wherever else podcasts are found. So make sure to subscribe to automatically get new episodes every week. Now, if you haven't already, please give us a five-star review in iTunes or a great review wherever you listen to the podcast. It will seriously help our rankings and make it easier for fans like you to find us. We're usually spotted commenting on the Jurassic Park subreddit as Jurassic Park Podcast. Don't forget to check out JurassicParkPodcast.com for all the links you heard here today. If you want to get a hold of us, you can email us with any news stories, MP3s, segment ideas, top fives, or comments to JurassicParkPod at gmail.com. 
or you can submit the questions directly on our website contact form. If you'd like to record something for the show, send it in to us and we'll feature it in an upcoming episode. If you don't have any way to record, you can give her voicemail a call and leave us a message. That number is 732-825-7763. Thanks for listening and enjoy. Five minutes. Drop what you're doing and leave now.